This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today, I welcome Jackie Gibson to Author's Corner. She has written the book, You Are Still a Mother, Hope for Women Grieving a Stillbirth or Miscarriage, which is published by New Growth Press. And she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. A little bit about Jackie. She is the author of of this book and enjoys the privilege of being at home with her two youngest kids and loves reading a women's Bible study and getting to know students and their families from Westminster Theological Seminary where her husband teaches. She is originally from Sydney, Australia, but currently resides near Philadelphia and is married to Johnny and they have four children. So Jackie, thank you so much for being with us here on KNEO. Well, thank you very much for having me. Great to be here. Obviously, your book is very personal, and so why don't you share a little bit about your story to introduce uh, what you've been through to our listeners. So my husband and I were living in Cambridge, England, and it was 2016. We had a son, Ben, who was three and a half, and we were expecting our second child, I had had a very normal pregnancy and all of, all of the scans showed that the baby was healthy. But right at the very end of pregnancy, at 39 weeks, just a week from our due date, our daughter died in the womb at 39 weeks and was still born a few mm. days later. Her name was Layla and it was a complete shock. We had no signs that anything was wrong. And so we were then faced with not being able to bring our daughter home from the hospital Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how to live life uh, from that point. Well, that's obviously a very different grief. Um, Nobody can really prepare for that until it happens. Um, So tell our listeners how you um, handled the grief, how you became aware of the type of grief that you went through, and then um, how you were able to handle that. Yeah, well, as I said, it was a complete shock. So I think the initial stages of grief were just, we were stunned. We didn't know that this happened. We hadn't Mm -hmm. met anyone to whom this had happened before. Mm -hmm. So the days after Layla's death were very dark. We were obviously devastated. I think one of the unique aspects of the death of a baby in the womb is it's the death of a life, but it's also the death of a dream. You expect to bring this baby home from the hospital and you imagine life with them and then it doesn't happen. And so they were very dark days. We thankfully knew God's presence with us in the darkness and a Bible verse that was especially meaningful to me in that time was Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-seven, that the eternal God is your dwelling place and underneath are the everlasting arms. So even though I felt like I was free falling in the darkness, mm-hmm. just to be reminded that God's arms were underneath me, holding me in my darkest days was was a huge comfort to my husband, Johnny, and I in in those days. But it was a terrible grief, and we lamented to the Lord, Mm -hmm. but we also had church family who did, thankfully, surround us with love and bring us meals and care for us well in those days as well. 
tell us a little bit more about why that particular verse was such a comfort. I think in those when something terrible happens in life, it's tempting to question all that we had believed up until that point. Uh-huh. I had been a Christian for many years, but when our daughter died so late term in pregnancy, I did start to question, is God really good? Is mm-hmm. He kind? And so just to have that verse anchor me to the truth that He is kind and He is there and He is faithfully holding me through this dark time of suffering was a comfort. It challenged me to think, I, I ought to keep believing this because it's true, not because my circumstances have changed. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that verse was really important at the time. And in your book, you even indicated that you came to a crossroad where you had to choose um, whether you were going to believe what you knew about God or, or believe your feelings. And, and that is such an important, um, fact, regardless of the type of uh, trial that we go through, isn't it? Absolutely. I think any kind of suffering causes us to ask those questions. And I had read a little bit from a missionary from the 1900s Mm -hmm. called Lilias Trotter. She was a missionary in Algeria, and she went through a hard time of suffering, a different kind of suffering to mine. But she wrote in her personal diary, Believe in the darkness what you have seen in the light. Uh, So when the darkness comes, are we going to keep believing what we already had seen when times were easy and when it was light? Are we going to keep believing the gospel? Are we going to keep believing that God is good, that he's faithful? Mm. It's a a hard question to wrestle with, but you do come to a crossroads in suffering where you have to, to answer that question. And as you were learning to deal with grief of a lost child, um, how did knowing that Jesus had suffered, how did that help you go through that time? This uh, became a very, very precious truth to me. In grief and in this particular loss of a child in the womb, it can feel very lonely. Mm-hmm. And I realized in that time that there really was only one person who fully understood what I was going through, and that was the Lord Jesus, who was the man of sorrows. Uh, in in Isaiah 53, tells us he bore our griefs and he carried our sorrows. And so it was an opportunity for me to feel uh, a greater intimacy with the Lord Jesus, that my own suffering, in a sense, made me feel closer to him being Mm. the man of sorrows who carried all our grief. Mm. So he was very near in the darkness, knowing that he was the ultimate sufferer who understood what I was going through. Mm. Well, today I'm talking with Jackie Gibson, and she's sharing her heart about the loss of her baby in the womb. Through her book, You Are Still a Mother, Hope for Women Grieving a Stillbirth or Miscarriage. It's published by New Growth Press, and you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster.
One of the things you commented about at the very beginning was that it was very soon before the expected birth date and that there was nothing that uh, was an indicator ahead of time. So how did that on its own make dealing with the fact that the hospital was not very responsive when you first expressed some concerns? Yeah, that was very difficult. Uh, The day before she died, I did feel as though my movement had slowed down. But the hospital, I think they're probably used to dealing with women late in their pregnancy getting overly anxious. So Mm -hmm. they had told me to drink something cold and count kicks. And I did feel movements from Layla that day. And so they reassured me that I didn't need to come into the hospital. And so when she did die and it was confirmed the next day, I did think I should have gone into hospital the day before. I should have got in the car, ignored their advice, and maybe I could have saved my daughter's life. And I think those kinds of questions, they kept me awake at night and uh, I felt in turmoil had I caused my daughter's death. And that's where Psalm 139 was a great comfort to me Mm. and did bring me peace, especially verse 16, that in God's book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for Layla, when Mm. as yet there were none of them. Her days were written in God's book before she came into being. So in, in that sense, There was nothing I could have done. God called her home uh, in the womb. Her days had already been numbered. And so to rest in God's sovereignty over that did bring me peace Mm. and meant I could hand that over to the Lord. I didn't understand it, Mm. but I could give it to him knowing that he had written her days Mm. in his book. Well, I'm sure that there are numerous women that are listening to this that have been through this. It's a, it's unfortunately a very high number of uh, miscarriages and stillbirths that are still taking place, even with modern medicine and everything that we have. Um, what would you like to leave as a parting comment to women that are going through this? I would first say that it's a terrible loss and that you are allowed to grieve, yes. even though... Maybe the world doesn't always acknowledge the preciousness of life in the womb, and maybe people around you don't understand. First of all, death is terrible, and that kind of loss is terrible, and you are allowed to grieve it deeply. But secondly, I would say you need to live with eyes of faith that that look towards heaven, knowing mm-hmm. that one day you will be reunited with your baby and that we look forward to the to the resurrection, that we have that hope because our Lord Jesus didn't stay dead. He rose from the grave. And so we have the same hope for our children who have died and for us one day too, if we trust in the Lord Jesus, that we have this hope as Christians. We don't grieve without it. And so grieve, but grieve with hope, clinging to that uh, beautiful hope that we look forward to in the resurrection. Mm. And as a family, what do you do uh, to remember Layla? Her anniversary is in March, which in uh, which is springtime. 
which is a beautiful picture of new life and Mm -hmm. that hope of resurrection after death. And we celebrate her birthday. It falls on St. Patrick's Day, but we call it St. Layla's Day. (laughs) And we enjoy going out for a meal. We set off or let off balloons. And we talk about our daughter and the things that Johnny and I remember about the way she looked. And we share her with our children. So we grieve afresh on anniversaries, but we also celebrate her life, even though it was short, it was precious because she was made by God. Mm, Amen. So today I'm talking with Jackie Gibson, and she wrote the book, You Are Still a Mother, Hope for Women Grieving a Stillbirth or Miscarriage. So Jackie, tell our listeners how they can uh, find out more about your book, and uh, do you um, encourage people to contact you, or do you have uh, anything on the website for, for folks? Probably the best place to find the book is on Amazon.com or NewGrowthPress.com as well. I don't currently have um, an easy way to contact me, but that's where you can find out more about the book. All right. So one more time, the book today is You Are Still a Mother, Hope for Women Grieving a Stillbirth or Miscarriage, written by Jackie Gibson. And we certainly thank New Growth Press for providing a copy of the book to talk about today. And Jackie, it's been a true pleasure chatting with you, and you've been so encouraging. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And if you missed any part of today's interview, or I can imagine you wanting to hear it again and again, you can find it on your favorite podcast platform or through KNEO.org. I'm Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join me again next time.